Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where I do a kind of parody review of each episode. It's not fucking serious, folks. Enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by Balding Caps. If you've ever wanted to look like Joe Rogan or Dana White, then get a Balding Cap. They're the same ones used in the movies. Why shave your head when you can just wear a Balding Cap? Look like you lost all your hair and be the talk of the town. Order now, get 10% off. This podcast is also brought to you by Bows and Arrows, invented thousands of years ago to shoot both people and animals. They are fun for the entire family, assuming you have at least two arms, one eye, and a murderous intent. Remember how cool Robin Hood was? Well, he wouldn't have been shit without his bows and arrows, so get a bow and arrow today. Okay, today's episode 1268, Ron White. What a great conversation. What a hilarious fucking dude. Ron White is the best. If you're not familiar with his work, Google some of it. Go to YouTube. I guess YouTube it. You don't even Google shit these days. YouTube it. Watch his bit called, I think it's called Tater Salad. That bit is fucking brilliant. He's an hilarious guy. I love this conversation. And uh, yeah, what a legend. Let's start this shit. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? All right, now, Ron White, uh, he really didn't get super well-known as a comedian, as far as I know, until he was a bit later, older in his life. Um, I think I started hearing about him like 2005-ish, and some of his bits are just unbelievable. And I mean, he crushes it. He has a big-ass house in Beverly Hills, as far as I know, and a fucking, his own, like, touring van that, like, you know, one of those luxury travel camper van things. He also has his tequila on the side of it, so advertising his tequila. He's always drinking that shit, too, and from what I've heard, his tequila is good. I haven't tried it. I would love to. And then, uh, I'm pretty sure he has either his own plane or he flies a lot of private Shit. So yeah, this guy's balling out of control. Balling out of control, and so he should because he is hilarious and such a great dude too. Uh, his conversation with Joe was was awesome as always. He's talking about how sensitive people are right now. He's a comic, right? So he's going to talk about that. He's worried about it. People are sensitive. They get upset. They do. They get upset with me. I get some emails. Believe me, I'm like Jesus. Relax. Fuck. Who has time for this shit? Because people do. People get upset. They got time to be upset. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we've got so much time. These days we don't know what to do with it. Except sit around and be upset. I don't know. Because we can also sit around and watch Netflix. So I'd recommend watching Netflix. And not worrying about being upset. I don't think anybody's ever written a nasty email. Or a shitty review. And then felt better. Is that true? Can that happen? I get maybe. I, I gotta try it. Maybe I'll try it if I ever get mad at anything enough. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, but for right now, I'm just watching Netflix. I'm gonna watch Netflix. I think. Uh, you know, I wish, I wish that Amazon Prime was better. You know, I'm like, come on, Amazon, Jeff, Bezos, make it better. Get some good shows on there. What's the big deal? Uh, you know, Netflix got it right. I don't get it. Sort it out. Ron White's a big golfer. Loves golf. 
plays every day, right? Joe's not a big golfer. They talk about golf a little bit. What is the deal with golf? Why do people love that sport so much? I think most men I know like it. I think it's very strange in some ways when somebody doesn't like it. I never really got into it. I've tried it. I've hit some balls around. But, you know, just describing it to somebody. Like, if imagine if somebody didn't know what it is and you just describe it. You're like, well, you take this skinny stick that has a heavy bit on the end and you whack a tiny ball across a big field into a, a slightly larger than the ball size hole and you walk most of it. Most of it's walking. It doesn't sound super appealing, but there there is something about it. People fucking love it. And Ron has a lot to say about it. His son got a hole-in-one. That's a big deal. Talks about that. A hole-in-one. What are the odds? Not good. That's all I'd go for. I wouldn't even go to set up. I say go strong or go home. Just hit it straight for that hole-in-one. In fact, I wouldn't even take the rest of the hits. If I didn't get it, I'd be like, well... I guess I'll just be drinking and driving this goat with this fucking golf cart around. That's maybe the most appealing part of it to me is that you could people just ride around selling you booze, you drink while playing, and then you have this little cart to drive around on. That's that's probably the best thing. I definitely enjoyed that the most when I played. Though I'm terrible. So when you're terrible at golf, what the fuck are you going to do? You're not exactly going to get into the fact that you suck at it. You're going to get more into the fact that you enjoy driving around a golf cart drunk. Can you get a DUI on a golf cart? On a No, probably not. I don't know. I have to look into that just in case I ever try and do it again. Uh, Ron and Joe are fairly close. Ron talks a bit about his admiration for Joe. Uh, in a lot of ways, just you know, kind of what he has done for comedy at the moment you know really pushing uh other comedians and throwing them on social media and bringing them on his podcast and really pushing their platform and it's undeniable he's done a lot for for comedy uh in recent years which is sweet and other comedians appreciate that but also that he does different things he has a diverse range of things you know he's doing his ufc he's doing um his comedy and then also he has the that this freaking podcast so Ron has a lot of respect for him and asks him, you know, what's the deal with the UFC? How much are you doing? And Joe talks about how he's only doing one a month, right? He just does one a month now. So if you listen to his podcast a lot, you probably know that. But he is not doing, he only does the pay-per-views and ones that are in the US. So nothing else. He's not doing those. I guess he doesn't do the ESPN ones. or the. I guess he does the pay-per-view versions of those. But yeah, one a month. He says he's too busy. He likes it that way. That's good. That's finding a good balance. You know, imagine how many of those they do. It's probably exhausting. And then he does those fight companions anyway. There's almost no point. The fight companions are great. They're funny. If you can sync them up, they're brilliant. You can even, do you know, you can go to a bar and uh, watch the UFC from the bar and just start the the audio on YouTube or whatever. Just have a headset in and. Yeah, well, maybe that sounds really dorky to do that, but you can do it. It can be done. I've done it before, and uh, it was funny. It's it's better audio, I have to say, you know, because they're just drunk, and then, you know, almost everything Eddie Bravo says is hilarious. 
So it's it's a much better way. They're more free. It's just it's cool, and uh, I'm not knocking like whoever presents the UFC when uh, Rogan's not on it. You know they're good too. They got a lot of good commentators. I could take it, but why not? Why not have the one the guys that can just fucking talk all kinds of shit? I I enjoy that. Uh, I guess Conor McGregor has been talking a little bit of shit about Joe, just saying that he reads from a script and blah blah blah, and uh, you know I don't know uh, that. That's kind of funny. But Connor loves to talk shit. You know, Joe took it well. He's like, all right, whatever. But uh, yeah, Connor likes to talk shit. I guess he thinks that Joe Rogan's a little biased. Probably everyone does. He's calling your fights, saying that he's scripted. You know, Joe's scripted. I doubt it. I doubt it. But hey, he's probably been on that whiskey, that proper 12 or whatever it's called. He's loving that stuff. He's making some money. He fucking, he's killing it. When is Connor coming back? That's what I'd like to know. When's he coming back? He should go on Rogan's show. He, him on Rogan's show would be fantastic. I don't know why they haven't set that up. I would love to hear Connor go on for three. There's so much to talk about. Like, think of what he's done in his life already. That three hours would be full of, like, incredible shit. And there's probably a lot we don't even know about the guy. That would be, that would be, uh, it would just be great. It really would. Uh, Ron's a big weed guy, obviously a nice alcohol guy, being that he owns his own tequila company. And, uh, you know, he likes to get a little bit crazy every now and again. They talk about drug use in different ways and uh, also talk a little bit about prostitution, saying that prostitution and drugs should be legal. Takes the uh, takes all the power away from the, uh, you know, the cartels and the sex traffickers and all the rest of it. Ron said he had, he got a handy from a massage place once, said he enjoyed that, I can't remember where he said he was, but yeah, he, uh, he got down with it, and, um, and, and yeah, I mean, with, with drugs, you know, a lot of times, even the ones that are illegal, they're not killing people, you know, how much coke would you have to do to kill you, well, pretty much a big bottle of Jack Daniels would wipe you out, that's for sure, if it didn't kill you, it'd really fuck you up, and that's, what do you get one of those for, 20 bucks, I don't even know, but yeah, and, uh, you know, when it comes to prostitution, there's also uh, the porn side of things and how weird people get with that. So, obviously, they bring up Jim Norton, a fellow comedian and friend of them both, and a freak. Let's face it. Uh, Jim Norton is hilarious. I'm a big fan. But he is into all kinds. If I think he likes trannies, I think they were talking about. Loving trannies. And uh, he does like a UFC podcast as well with Matt Sarah, and they, it's pretty funny. It's a good show. I really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, Jim has gone off on the deep end in the world of porn. He is he's all over the place with the sexuality. And what's crazy about it is how honest he is with it. There's it's just that theme though. Like these comedians are very honest people. They accept who they are, and they're willing to talk about it and really find the funny in it. And that's probably. A, a huge reflection of their writing. I think it pulls you to that direction. Either that or they were already this way. It's hard to know. It really is. But you've got to face your own reality. Ron t- exactly talks about that in this episode. He talks about how he got this terrible review once. And it, and it was brutal for him. And I think, he, I think he even thought for a second about ending it. You know, he bombed so fucking hard. And, uh, but, you know... 
and and that but then he had a good night and he expected the review to be good and the and in the paper it was awful and i can imagine i can imagine how that would feel maybe not fully but fuck me that would upset me it'd be brutal but sometimes you got to hear it sometimes you got to hear it he knew in the end when he really thinks about it he sits back he's like yes i wasn't supposed to be there i wasn't good enough you know you don't want too much praise too early i think that's the message there he needed to hear it and joe talks about it all the time he's like yeah the times i bombed are the times that i learned the most that i got the most out of it the failures are what gave me the strengths that is so true we don't like to fuck up man we don't like to fail we don't like people to say hey what you're doing sucks but hey sometimes it sucks so you gotta do it you gotta just be like all right let's make it better let's get scared right let's get high and let's get scared anyway that's it check it out ron white's a legend fucking love that guy check him out on youtube buy tickets to his show download his album buy his tequila do it all thank you so much for listening guys i appreciate it have a great fucking day